0: Hey, welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Kluck, joined as always in studio by my good friends, my partners in radio, both of them, Ronald J. Martin, Barnabas Piper. Pipe, the fans have spoken. They wanted you back. They've been clamoring for you. Uh, they're, they're tired of the brand of radio that Ronald and I bring to the table. So uh, you are back. We are happy to have you. You have survived a tornado and the coronavirus
1: um and you're back in studio time time will tell on the coronavirus by the time this thing comes out yeah so far you know you know so could be yeah in a box we'll see you know what the coronavirus
0: is not going to stop piper and it's not even going to slow this down uh it's midtown live in louisville correct uh also known as the biggest radio event of the year also known as piper's (laughs) first christmas not not first christmas piper's first easter wrong holiday um, so bring your Easter. I mean, if
1: they want to bring me Christmas presents, I'm down with Dude, that. we should too. do a
0: Christmas theme live app sometime in in April. Um, that would be amazing.
1: She- Shepherd pouches yeah. for everybody. Shepherds pouches all around. Well, you, you know, I'm you know what we need to do? That, so. We
0: need to get a shepherd's pouch sponsor. Seriously, someone who makes little canvas like burlap. What bags. if
2: Saddleback made us some like hipster leather
0: shepherd? Oh, dude, Saddleback Shepherds pouches—they retail for like three fifty. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, we're all gonna go broke. Over overly engineered, overly engineered say. lifetime warrantied
2: Shepherds. Pouches. We're not gonna go broke because we get those things for freebie, you know. So that's yeah. right, baby. It's gonna be raining pouches. Oh, it's raining on, Saddleback uh, leather pouches. On the but, but alas,
0: boys, we're getting ahead of ourselves because we are here to promote Midtown Live uh coming up in uh, in in not too long in Louisville. So Piper, give us the uh give us the skinny on this event. Talk us through the ticket buying process, okay? Because that's the main thing. <clears throat> and
1: talk us through our new sponsor. Yeah, I mean, we got a new a new event sponsor for Midtown Live. We do, yes. So uh ticket buying is is very easy for them. It just costs you a little bit of money and like three clicks of your device of whatever device you're going. If you just go to happyrantpodcast.com, you'll see all the details right in the middle. The event is April 13th. It's a Monday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern time because mm. it'll be in Louisville, Kentucky, at Sojourn Midtown, which from my understanding is a cathedral-esque building, oh, which really yeah. suits our sensibilities. I love it. It'll bring out the best in Ronnie because he's he's very aesthetically um, cool. motivated. Yep. And so I, I anticipate that being just him being on Good fire space. that night. Dude, now how how um, is
0: it that like some Anglicans didn't beat you guys to that building? Because I feel like I feel like there would have been a strong kind of like Anglican push for that. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Or like or like a Harvest Bible chapel buying it out from under you
0: and, and then, yeah. you know, ruining Dude, it. Dude, the, the Sojourn Hipster community in in uh, Louisville must have they must have some some juice. They do, you know
2: they got they got some influence, done. right? They do.
0: Yeah, big time. I can't wait to see these people in this church. I feel like there's going to be some woodworking, like stations, some axe throwing. It's going to be amazing.
1: Do you think there's? Do we have to get like extra insurance for axe throwing, or do we just? We get do. Kind we have of, to get a like, rider. Just get people to sign like a it note that says, "I won't sue if my finger gets cut off" or something. Yeah, I don't know. We got to work
0: all that out, but that's part of the entertainment business, boys. It's just us thinking about that and making it easy
1: for the user. Um, Piper, how can we get tickets for this thing? Yeah, so it is. If again, you go to happyrentpodcast there's a big sort of orange button right in the middle of the page. You'll see like live event. It's got the details. It just say say what we're doing. It's the day after Easter, mm-hmm. so uh, you know, for those of you who are heavily invested in your church, this is a great chance to um to kind of come relax after your your all of your Good Fridays and Easters and cantatas, and I don't know what all else people do for Easter, but big church things. Um, drive over to Louisville, come to this thing. Tickets cost 15 bucks, so they're not expensive. That basically covers uh, our cost to get there. And then we just secured a sponsor for this thing. That is the Gospel Project. The uh, the great kids, students, and adults uh, Bible study and Sunday school and small group curriculum that Lifeway puts out That is just looks at the theme of kind of a biblical theology, the theme of redemption through all of scripture. So there's gonna be giveaways of that. There's gonna be we'll have our books and uh Ronnie I'm sure will have some of his musical swag there as well. So it's going to be a grand time on April 13th at 7 p.m. and you can go to happyrantpodcast.com and buy tickets for not very expensive and you should do that. And we can promise that it will be coronavirus free. Uh if we have to wear can we though? hazmat
0: suits on stage. We're we're still doing it.
1: Yeah, that's Yeah, that's that's true. We can do we we promise we'll be there in spite of coronavirus. Here's exactly. here's my
0: question, man. What
2: if uh yeah, I've heard some rumors that maybe T four G is going to be uh, going to be canceled. Ooh, so what happens? Baby. What happens if the lesser of the two uh, events gets canceled? And by lesser, I mean T four G.
0: I think we still do it. I'll play
1: to a room of yeah, like man three people. I don't care. <laughs> it, you know, it, it, you I'm going to play it just, like it's Wembley Stadium. Absolute. We're not. We're not We're not some mega church that's afraid of this mess and and doing video venue services because we're afraid of coronavirus. We're we're going in on this thing. Maybe now. How is I I want to know? I'll be there regardless. I want to know how coronavirus has
0: impacted the like C and D list reform breakout session schedule that you keep. Like, have have any of your gigs been canceled? Yeah,
2: no. I've not. I've had no cancellations. In fact, like even at our own church, boys, wait for it. We still had communion yesterday. We still
0: did. So those. Those like twelve person classrooms where you're oh, doing the breakouts, we'll you. they just wipe those down with like <laughs> Clorox, and and you're good to go.
1: Clorox or just like a wet like a wet towel rack, <laughs> just a wet wipe. <laughs> yeah, that's the. Well, I was I was under the impression that alcohol kills coronavirus, so as long as you're using real wine, you
0: yeah, be I know
2: married. that's true. Yeah, we're we kind of I mean we're a little controversial in that we're not doing the real wine thing. Well, we're still grape juicing it, mm. you know. You're not so. that hipster. I we're not. I, I feel mean, like it's just I, it's, hipster
0: spectrum says you got to. do I the
2: know right. we're a little controversial in that we don't do real. We don't give the option, right? We either do real yeah. wine, grape juice, like grape soda. You know what I mean, like whatever one you
0: want. <laughs> We got this Anglican church in our town, and I love how like self-satisfied they feel. They work into every conversation how they use real wine.
2: Dude, they love... I mean. Well, yeah,
0: because they love that. Oh, they love it. So here's, like the, re- here's the real wine goblet. Themselves.
2: Here's the grape juice goblet. Here's the Fanta grape soda goblet. Right. You know, here's the... Like, Absolutely. Like, whatever.
1: Yeah. Well, just... Ask them if they use Franzia or Boda Box, like which version of crappy boxed wine do they use, <laughs> exactly. and that should shut them up on their smugness. Because like, yeah, congratulations, you got the dregs of the of the wine barrel, the dregs of the wine industry
2: every Sunday morning.
1: No, I love yeah, it. Yeah, if you're gonna do it,
2: you should use some nice wine, right? That that would be our that would be our gig, right?
1: Yeah, baby, baby so can we at le- least go to Trader Joe's and pick up some two buck chuck
0: or whatever? Can we lean into this coronavirus and breakout session thing for a minute? I want you to like think through your speaking career over the last decade. Um, cause, cause I have thoughts on this for myself and Piper can probably chime in on this too. What's the saddest like type of room where you've ever done a breakout session? You know what I'm saying? Like, like you get into the room and you're just like, Oh um, yeah, I got some, what, I got what are some, we looking
2: at? I got some ammunition for that one. Yeah. Lay, yeah, it, lay it on, on
0: us. I, I'm just curious. So The most depressing
2: one I ever did was it was a, dude it, it was like it was like a kids it was like a was, oh, yeah you yes. know what i'm talking about yeah it was literally yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. it was like a nursery room for like uh-huh. kids ages 0 to 2 and i literally <laughs> I, I think I, I i had to do two breakout sessions and in one the second one i did it had a uh-huh. it had a dad and his like 10 year old daughter <laughs> and it's spectacular and that was it Spectacular, and i still had to do it it was like a 45 minute breakout and i had to do the whole thing and
0: the 10 year old daughter's like distracted by the barbies
1: and
2: were the chairs really tiny yeah and it was like the tiny little like <laughs> it was, yeah. like, it was <laughs> like the tiny desks
1: and it and the thing is every single one of those rooms smells vaguely of like Rancid apple totally. juice and Cheerios and, and yesterday's yeah, diapers. Yesterday's
2: yeah. and like Honey Nut Cheerios, right? So, oh, fantastic! So it
1: was just like, and I'm sitting
2: in there. So this is like, Pipe, you'll get this, right? It gets a little awkward because it's like, well, let's give every, let's give it some time for people to come in, right? Because it was post lunch, so everybody's a little late, and so it's like, yeah. it's like ten minutes after I'm supposed to start, and it's like, no, uh-huh. that's who's coming that's who's showing nice. up so i just nice dove into it and there it was so that one maybe the glitz
0: yeah. and glamour of the of the road you know oh it was um, yeah what what bob Seeger sang about all those years ago you know?
2: absolutely it's not all well those are the moments where you're like all right i'm done
0: <laughs> yeah
1: i'm done speaking i'm not doing this i'm again. done speaking you, until next week <laughs> the next booking <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i'm done
2: until three I, days did,
1: did, did you get Exactly. Was was this a paid speaking thing, or was this like a they they gave you like they we'll cover your travel, and then they gave you like a gift basket of you know <laughs> chocolate covered almonds or no, something like that? No, I mean like it was that.
2: it was like legit. It was it was like it was a worship conference thing, and it was like mm-hmm. it was like legit. It was here's the thing: like the actual conference was like it was good. It was a good turnout for some reason. This breakout was just something nobody was interested in, you know, topic wise. So. Yeah, interesting. So, not that I was insulted by. That was though.
1: it a situation where it was like a 500 person conference and they did like 27 breakouts? So the math just doesn't work out in the pipe. You know paper.
2: what, man? It probably was exactly that. Yeah, that's about what it was. Yeah, it was those, those are great.
1: Deals. Yeah, yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's not. That's not. It's, awesome it's
2: not super maybe, fun. Man. Yeah, it wasn't super fun. But you know, there it is.
0: So baby, I played a uh, I played a megachurch youth group room one time oh where there were like seventy five Xboxes oh, and dude. screens and um, like a and there was a like a like an abandoned airplane like hanging from the ceiling. Of course, like, there's hang. always they an abandoned had, like, a, airplane. Yeah, they had, yeah they, had, they had like the carcass of a like a like a Cessna like hanging. Yeah, from where the ceiling. like or like base.
2: or something from World War II. Like where they where they get these things is baffling
0: it is baffling and and it's like yeah like i want to play my xbox underneath a you know the the abandoned husk of an old like mid century era yeah baby those used you know, to be
2: the gigs i would play like those youth event rally things like yeah, yeah always yeah. under like the yeah the Always under the, the the Cessna hanging from the air, just praying that that thing doesn't like praying that that thing holds and doesn't drop on that your that, head. Th-
0: yeah, the hooks don't break, and you know. So how was you see the underside of a lot of Cessnas? Yeah,
2: exactly day, right. We can know? we can yeah. describe
0: uh, them at, at will. Oh, but. absolutely. Yeah, a pipe. Most depressing uh, venue you've ever played is a breakout session. Speaking.
1: <clears throat> oh, the most depressing venues are by far any hotel conference room yep. or uh, like meeting center. So because. All you know that they, they all smell the same. They all look the same, and the two that I recall both had like the turnouts were pretty good. One of them was it was a it was a retreat for ministry people, and I was talking pastors' kids stuff, and they they were super engaged, great hosts. But it was at a um, I think it was at a Hampton Inn and Suites in Tupelo, Mississippi. Dude, that just oh, sounds like nice. the, that and, sounds like uh, the, yeah,
2: it sounds like you're getting ready to tell a joke.
1: And, <laughs> And so you get like the little prefab stage that's you know eighteen inches high, and it's it's like a it's kind of like rickety elementary school bleacher material, yeah. and then the podium that has like the 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 black draping in front of it, uh-huh. but it all and then it has like the Hampton Inn little logo on the front, so it kind of looks like you're giving a a press conference or a political speech. Yeah, and then they're all sitting around round tables, and and the, the hosts had done their best to kind of give the room some decor so that it didn't feel exactly like a hotel conference room. Yeah. Uh, but the weirdest one was I got I got uh, invited to do a Christian school fundraiser uh, in was it Iowa City or Ames? Okay. It was somewhere in Iowa in like a February, mm-hmm. like four always years a great ago, state maybe, to go nice. to in winter. Oh, absolutely! And like a dream. And again, the the principal of the school hosted. He was great, but it was the, first of all I. I'm not a Christian school person. Like I don't, I'm not an education guy. Yeah. So I, I even asked him, I was like, what do you want me to talk about? <laughs> Cause I don't really know uh-huh. how, how you want me to do this. And then, and then they're like, it's fairly formal. So I, you know, I had to wear oh, like dude. a, I had to wear like a nice blazer and tie oh, yeah. and whatever. Put on it's, your favorite DA Carson outfit. Yeah, dude, dude private yeah, Christian my co- favorite. Sorry.
0: private Christian schools love the blazer. Like they're pro blazer. All day long. The well, this thing
1: is like a suit, a suit was only for like the bankers in the room yeah. who are going to cut the big checks. Yep. Um, so the blazers are for the rest of us. So, and I went Brown blazer or maybe I went gray blazer, mm. but it was sort of like, it was the not quite like n- the the true traditional Navy. Yeah. But again, just a, it was just a big hotel ballroom and you stand up on this stage and the lighting is weird and the sound is very echoey and something about hotel meeting rooms. It just sucks any ounce of like engagement, creativity, yeah. oh, the, uh, everything. Like like college classrooms are better than that. I've spoken in a bunch of those mm-hmm. and you get in there and you kind of feel like, okay, we're going to interact about stuff, yeah, totally. whatever that is. Totally. College lecture halls are, are like that. Yeah. Um, college lecture any, halls know, are co- good
0: rooms, man, to be honest.
1: Yeah, like they're designed for somebody to speak to a group of people who are s- positioned to listen. Yeah. Hotel ballrooms are like, uh, I don't know. It's a cardboard box that we insulated a little bit.
0: I think the whole yeah. like ethos behind the hotel conference room is to really make you like your your room, like your hotel room, like because you just have this insatiable desire to like flee the meeting room and get back up to your room as quickly as possible. Insatiable desire um, to give up oh, on yeah, all of they, life. And exactly.
1: Yeah and, yeah. and the the signage on them is always the same. You know, it's like the, it's like the foam core sign yeah. on the easel outside. Yeah. That's like. 7 p.m barnabas piper speaking on whatever and yeah you walk up and you're like oh i'm speaking and well, i don't like, even want to like, be here exactly. like i just want to go back to it my room like
2: there yeah it's that ballroom setting there's something about it that feels it's almost like how do you describe it like it feels like a version of something like it just feels fake
0: it, it just it feels like it would be on the office yeah you know what i mean like it would be like a bit i'm sorry yes, like, yeah, yeah. It feels like,
2: not a prep it feels like sort of like a like a set like from so yeah. like it just yeah. there's something about it where it feels like I,
1: but like a high school like a high school uh, drama set. That's what not I mean. Like this is where people
2: end up yes. who don't want to end up in these places, kind of a thing. And so you feel like yeah. it's almost like this life flashing before. Like it feels like it's the setup to a joke. Like this is like this <laughs> is where I ended up speaking. You know
0: the joke that yeah, we've been like, making I, for the last twelve. Yeah, minutes. correct. Yeah.
1: Right, you you walk in there and you immediately feel like a failed. You do, coach. yeah, for Oh sure. yes, yeah, yeah. Like you need a flip You're chart like, and like an over-the-ear mic. I I read a Tony Robbins book and now I'm trying to be him at, at this a Hampton Hotel yes. ballroom yeah. venue. <laughs> exactly. Where did my life
2: go wrong?
0: Where did I go off the road? Which is
2: basically we're just describing all of our lives right now. So yeah, that was a oh, that was a God. great lead-in pipe. Thank you for that.
0: Absolutely,
1: you know. dude. I did. A- but see, here's the thing. Like I. I've spoken at like really crappy camps before, yeah. and those never strike me as crappy because I'm like, oh, that's what this is supposed to be. Yeah. Like the chapel supposed to smell mildewy absolutely. and be drafty, and there's a bunch of high school kids who are kind of half paying attention, yeah. and but like the five who are paying attention are 120 percent paying attention. Totally, like, those kinds of things are are money. Yeah, that's I love funny that. Yeah. That
2: is my absolute most like depressor
1: right there. Dude, no way. Yeah, See, yeah, that I love camp thing things. just absolutely slays me, man. <laughs> Maybe it's because Ted and I are Midwest I kids who grew, grew up, up going, going to camps, to camps like no, that. I in so the Christian camp circuit. I mean, I, I grew up doing it. It's the California Christian camp circuit. I don't
2: know. Different. It's not that it's bad. It just, it brings up old vibes to me, which is just like, oh, mm. it came to this. This is, mm-hmm. this is what it's come to. I don't know, man. It just has that vibe to me. I mean, I, I'll do them and they're usually enjoyable. But like my initial feel when you walk into that environment where it all smells like sloppy Joe's perpetually for life like there's just something about the smell of it and the whole thing where I just go oh man like give me a minute dude listen to this man.
0: listen to this this will make you guys feel better about your lives so (laughs) I did a gig two weeks ago and uh, I'm not going to get into the particulars of this but it was on our campus and I found out like five to ten minutes before going on stage that my gig was like punishment <laughs> like that the audience had to be there uh. and it was just like punishment thing for like male greek life like like oh yeah by the way they all have to be here and the energy in the room was just like all, like all these bros slumped like as far down in a chair as you can get without like falling out of it <laughs> you know oh uh, it was terrible I feel like
1: you're the type to get up there and be like you
0: know who this is really punishment me. for me, me. exactly <laughs> exactly i basically did say that but That's uh but yeah that was a that was a first for my life, man. Being used as punishment. So wait,
1: what was it punishment for? Ah,
0: uh, I shouldn't get into it. I shouldn't get into it. I wish I could. Just
1: uh, poorly, poorly behaved college yes. students. Yes,
0: yeah, that, in general. That's okay. hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, See sure. that they like set
2: you up for that gig.
0: Yeah. Well, it was a panel, so I was up there with a few other, a few other people who, to be honest, are greater people than me. You know what I mean? The, like it was. They they were too good of person to be used in this way. So I, I felt I felt bad for my for my fellow panelists. Worse than I felt for myself. But um, but yeah, it was it was definitely a new level. Oh, that's for rough. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about some things that aren't rough. Let's talk about some new new and old sponsors that we have. Um, so, Piper, we got two promos to do. We have Dwell Bible and we have a new book. It's been a while since we've done a book, so maybe we should do that one first.
1: Yeah, let's knock this one out first because uh, they're a new sponsor for us. It's it's from it's a new book from InterVarsity Press by. Uh, I think we've actually promoted a book by this author before, and he's he's like a friend of a friend of the podcast. Okay. So it's, by, it's a new book from Jonathan Dodson called Our Good Crisis, okay. Overcoming Moral Chaos with the Beatitudes. So nice. Jonathan Dodson, he's a pastor in Texas, and he he started Gospel Center Discipleship, who we've done, we've had some different stuff of theirs come through the podcast, some great guys there, I think. And then I've done, I've, done there. they do a little writing cohort kind of thing that I've done a session for periodically. So a great bunch of people, but that's not a, that's not a bad speaking venue because I get to do it from my own home via video, which is nice. Like. But, uh, the book, Our Good Crisis. So basically Dodson looks at the, all of the sort of moral and political and environmental morass of confusion that is today. And then, takes the beatitudes and filters all of that mess through it as sort of this is this is Christ's set of standards for how we should think about responding to moral ambiguity, responding to political uh crisis and angst and power and all of that. And so um it's which I love books like this because it sort of cuts to the chase and instead of taking a side mm-hmm. or um pushing us to to think a certain way or or um do's and don'ts kinds of things It just says, well, this is, these are biblical principles that you can always apply when people are freaking out about something. Yeah. Uh, so I would encourage anybody to get this. Dodson's a great writer. He writes, he writes like a pastor in terms of the sermonic tone of it. So it's very accessible, very clear. He's not, he's not trying to impress anybody with his, uh, academic credentials. (laughs) Um, and let's see, Let's look at the uh, let's look at the endorsements for this.
0: While you're looking up the endorsements, ah. pipe, I got a hot take on Dotson. I'm looking at his All picture right. here. You know, I like to look far away. You know, I like to look at the picture. He looks a little bit like the guy who played the Joker. He looks like Joaquin a little tiny bit. Are you with me on he that? Does he's like a he's like a happy yeah non
1: neurotic Yeah, he's like a non miserable Joaquin. So, which is to say, doesn't doesn't really look for him other. Than look like him other than like the jawline and the nose. Good job. Good job, Jonathan Dotson. Um, (laughs) all right. So Russell Moore likes it. Okay. Um, Colin Hanson likes it. Nice. David Wells, who maybe not a widely known name, but very widely respected in, in our, in our camps likes the
0: Yankees pitcher Uh, or the Gordon Conwell guy,
1: which David Wells, uh, Gordon Conwell guy. If it was the, if it was the former, Overweight lefty Yankees pitcher, I would be thrilled. Exactly, that would. That would give me a whole different respect for both David Wells and this book. Absolutely. But instead, it's a very widely respected theologian and professor. Yeah. Um, so yeah, check out the book. It's called Our Good Crisis by Jonathan Dodson. It is available now, uh, and you can get it, you know, wherever you buy books. There you go. Your jam, y'all. Piper,
0: that's a good read. It's it's so good to have you back it in is, the studio, and is. and also good to have you back doing the promos. I feel like Ronald and I just yeah. kind of. Stumbled our way. Mainly us. just for the pros. Uh, it's good to have you back.
1: So it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. To be. Well, clear. <laughs> yeah. I did see one comment on Facebook. I saw. You know, I posted the episode you guys did most recently, and it was the first comment. Just said. You guys need Piper back, and I felt really bad because yeah, I felt bad too. Hey, to I be let honest. I let that one listener down. Yeah. the rest of the listeners didn't say anything of the sort, so I think they were all fine. Um, but then I felt bad for you because that that it means he did he wasn't crazy about the work you guys did. I will say the episode you did, he wasn't the, crazy the, about the free thing that he gets every week. Yeah, well, I I'm, I'm, I feel right. so sad. I mean, for I post
0: him. yeah Good tool
1: Good. <laughs> like, like really. <laughs> no but we got we got two or three emails about the episode you guys did prior to that what was that the it was the kind of disappointment episode um and people loved it were very they found it very helpful because of their struggles in ministry or creative life so don't worry one listener was cranky about me being out last episode so really to that listener my insincerest apologies um, I'm back, and I'll do promo. One region, person was so.
0: cranky about you being busy, being like a hero to the Nashville community in the wake of a tornado. So, you know, I think that's a good excuse to be out. But uh, speaking of speakers and famous people, boys, I want to lean into a couple of things. Um, Don Carson was at our school last week. What the great, great D A. Carson? Dak? Dak, yeah, and he uh he didn't like text me and ask to hang. That's out That's insane. Was I he was wearing was
2: he wearing his blue jacket and khakis? I mean was he running? Probably I didn't go to the gig,
0: man. It was listen to this. It theologian. was like 60 bucks to go. What? Did, yeah, did yeah, you get like I, I dinner? Like, did you
2: get did you get a book? What did you get for that?
0: Well, I think it was dinner. I think it was I don't know. I didn't go. Oh. But my kid listen to this. My kid went. Stop. Because he uh he works like in the in the catering arm of union once in a while and uh and he worked that event. So he so was forced to go. He was Yeah, he was texting me from it and he was like, Hey, do you know what do you know about this DA Carson? What do you guy?
1: know about I'm this
2: like, guy Donnie?
1: <clears throat> yeah and I'm like, we basically who's this, used to who's hang this out. older guy who keeps mispronouncing isaiah <laughs> exactly. baby did you tell him that you exactly. had that round table like
0: like thing with, with Dak that time well dude, well, dude, I did. I told him all about the round table and i I told him all about how like I was Dax's handler, basically like way back in the early k d y years when he came to speak at k d y s church and um I drove him around town man, and he was he was not a fun hang in the car. I'm just gonna leave it at that like <laughs> Um, he wasn't. <laughs> he, wasn't he, he wasn't interested <laughs> in like listening to music.
2: I don't think you're surprising to anybody right now. That's you know. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, think not you're not killing anybody. Fun, like,
1: okay, what what kind of music did you offer to play? for? This is fascinating. I want to know what musical offerings Ted put in front of Don. Dude, Kong.
0: whatever CDs were in my car in like 2004. So it was probably so like, playing Usher, like, like 50 <laughs> like, Cent, like Weezer. Yeah, like Get Rich or Die Trying by 50 Cent, or what else would have been in my car in 2004? I don't know. Probably that album Metallica made with the San Francisco Symphony Orchestra. Um, Oh, yeah. I don't know. Nothing that Dak would really be super into, to be
1: fair. What do you think he would be into? That's
0: a great question. Orchestral music.
1: Yeah, orchestral music. But I feel like he would have very strong opinions on that, too. He'd be like, no, I like the German school or this particular era or something. like."
2: Yeah, right. Either right, what either orchestral music, craftwork, or Matt Boswell.
0: I mean, take your <laughs> Bos. Take your choice. Yeah, one Matty
2: of Boz. the take your choice, Dak. What, one of Dude, these would be funny you. if
0: Dak, if he had a, like a real weird like pop sensibility or just an artist that he really rode with? Like, who would that be? If if Dak Post was gonna, Malone, <laughs> Post Malone, yeah, yeah. Dak's like I'm gonna get that tattoo on my face. You know, in honor of post. like,
2: nobody knows this about me, but I'm a massive Taylor Swift
0: fan. <laughs> exactly. He's like early Taylor Swift, right? though, you know? Exactly.
2: Yeah. Love story? Anybody? Like, I used to love the Dixie Chicks, and they got all political, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: you could, I can just imagine, like, walking down a hall behind him at, at the next... To, you know uh, what is it? TGC conference and hearing him whistling like teardrops on my guitar yeah. quietly to himself. He's like,
0: "Marry me, Juliet. We'll never have to be alone."
2: <laughs> He's like, "I love that new post Christian Bieber stuff. I, lo- I oh, love, I yeah. love, I love Yummy." <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, fellow Canadians! I bet there's oh, a hundred percent, man. One hundred,
0: dude. Who do you think is the most famous Canadian? Dax hung out with. Like or rub shoulders with in some way besides himself. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, it's not Biebs. Yeah, besides himself and besides um, J. I. Packer. Well, I was going to say, dude. I mean, when you're
2: when you're at his level of what he does, like, who are you hanging out with? Like on a like on a like on a pop level,
1: right? I don't know, like Mike Myers. Packer, Canadian. I thought he was from
0: England originally. No, he's Canadian. Wait, who Packer? He's in he's in Canada now. He's
1: like out there. He's been in Vancouver for a while. I think. I mean, and I guess Canada's sort of like the what are they like a province or they're, s- they're like their Commonwealth British. or something like of England. It's like England. It's like England's territory. It's like England, territory. South yeah. Dakota.
0: Yeah,
2: there you go. There you go. <laughs>
1: um,
2: England, South Dakota, with like British candy bars, and they gotta like they have to like the Queen or something.
0: Alanis, Alanis Morissette was she Canadian? Yes. I bet, I bet Dax Ryan like, Adams. I bet he's is had Canadian. Like a, yeah,
2: there's a lot of that are, this is what it is for me, guys. Like cana- <laughs> what I find, I find out people are Canadian years later, and my comment is always, "Oh, I had no idea they were
0: Canadian." Well, and all the hockey players too. Do you think he hung out with Wayno, like the great one?
1: Dude, do you think Wayne he's Kentucky. a sports guy? I no. I can see Dak being a, a huge closet. Dude,
2: I totally agree player. with that. Pipe. It's closet totally because agree.
1: he doesn't have any obvious interest besides theology. I agree with so. That. uh yeah, I, I could see him being like a massive Winnipeg Jets like, fan I, or
2: something I feel like, like that. Yeah,
1: Dale Howarchuk. Yeah, Dale Howarchuk. And, that's and what and I back. was going to
2: say. I'm joking. But like hung, I was hung out back in the day. But I see him being like, dude, it's like Thanksgiving. And I'm like, it's like your dad where he like he allows himself just for like one minute to like
0: watch a sports game. He allows himself like 25 minutes of hockey viewing a year. Right. Because and to celebrate like a holiday. OK,
1: so little, yeah. little little known fact about John Piper is that he actually loves sports. He just loves using his time differently. Mm-hmm. So like when I'm in town, my dad will figure out how to uh, to to get games on. So last fall, I went up there for my sister's wedding and it was the Vikings were playing the Packers on the Sunday immediately after. So they got married on Saturday. So that's Sunday. My brother brought his TV to my parents' that's house Hilarious. Um, because my parents don't have a TV. Yeah. And then we said, we, you know, we figured out how to stream it through NFL.com or Hulu or something. And, like, my dad was inside watching the game Dude, okay. for the so, most part while, like, the kids were all running around outside. This
0: is a topic I want to lean into, okay? Like, the principled, like, mega-Christian in your life who is too good for television, but who, like, wants everyone else in his life to go through all kinds of gymnastics so that he can watch the stuff that he wants to watch. <laughs> like, Like, yeah, I'll just put my 55-inch plasma into the back of my car and like bring my Xbox and you know. Well I mean you just sum- you just summarized it pretty well. Yeah. Like that 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 yep there you go. That's that's the experience. <laughs> it's so funny though. Like I I had a guy like this in my life and um he he was like and th- this was this was more like early 2000s era but he's like yeah I could could anybody just like tape the Michigan game for me and drop it in the mail and it's, it's like that's hilarious. That's kind of a lot of work, you know. You got to, it's a post office run and a VHS. Like it'd be easier tape, for
2: you so. just to go to Best Buy, buy a new TV, like hook it up, and watch the game.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And cheaper, exactly. Too. Uh, no, uh, no, it's good though. It's so funny. yeah. I would say for so. sure that
2: describes Dak. Like, like literally, it's like some weirdo holiday. Like, there's some hockey game on. He's like, he's looking at his wife, going, "Babe, do you think it's like would it be a sin for me to watch this
0: game right now?" Yeah. Yeah, like whose house can we drive yeah. to? Like, who can I impose upon? Like, who has cable so that I can watch this? Like, game? Like, what if we went to my it'd son's house? Would that be okay? You know, it'd be, it'd be funny to be that guy for Dak. You know what I mean? Like, you're the you're the hockey his game sports guy handler. His, his sports handler, dude. Yeah, he was. He was disappointed in me and in, in my handling oh he of was that. so disappointed. I mean he's a,
1: he's a doctoral studies overseer he has that power over people's lives like it's true oh you've poured years and years and years of yourself like you've already burnt like you, you have worked your fingers to the bone trying to impress me <clears throat> yes, I'm gonna come watch TV at your house yeah and totally you can't you. say no yeah
0: it's some like teaching assistant you know who can't say no I think that's who Dak's calling to come hang out to watch the hockey games. So uh yeah, and baby real quick on this, a little a little at Jared C. Wilson update. No email. Still no email. Dude, Still waiting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You guys want you guys well not you guys. Ted, you went hard at Jared last uh last episode. I did. Yeah. I wrote him a little fan letter because I, I liked a thing that he had written and uh, guys. Yeah. Now
2: I just now I don't want him to write you back so that we can like talk about how he's never written you back for like years to come.
1: So did you did you have a direct? E- you guys may have covered this. I honestly didn't listen to the last episode yeah. that closely. I just dropped in enough so that I could make bullet pointed show sure, notes. Sure. Um, so did you have a like a direct email address, or was this through like a contact me form? Dude, no. I think it was a direct email address, and um,
0: yeah, it was just like like once a year. I get really appreciative of people, and I'm just like I'm gonna write some fan letters. Still waiting for that email, and, uh, baby. Man, it's just not even BTW's Christmas. Or anything. Still waiting for that
2: email that once a year from you.
0: Oh yeah, baby. Well, you know, it's it's coming. It's definitely coming. So but, that I um, can not
2: write you back. Yeah,
0: yeah, I yeah, like yeah exactly. I'd love
2: so to have, can... have the pleasure of not writing you back like Jared I'm too Steve.
0: busy hanging out with Jared to write you back. We're we're like
2: Just know, like you're too busy with hanging with Dak. Kind of. I mean it's it's all the same Yeah, yeah.
0: Well it's all
1: yeah. the same thing. I mean like me driving around with Dak all the
0: time. Correct. The Just listening to music, sharing our feelings. Correct. Dak was my ox Ted, yeah. do you
1: reply do you reply to every piece of fan mail you get,
0: Ted? Honestly, if it's if it's kind, like, <laughs> like if it's not hate mail, I respond. Uh, and sometimes I don't respond at length, but I'm, I'm just like, yeah, thanks, man, because I, I really do appreciate like people's appreciation. And I'm not, I'm not going at Jared. This is just, this is a bit like this isn't me actually being mad. It's uh, it's a but bit. you're a little
2: but, but you're a little uh, curious, dude. Yeah, I'm just I'm just you're I'm a little slightly curious. curious. We would
1: say. Is it is it possible that he's way more famous than we've given him credit for, and he gets inundated with mail? So yours just like got Uh -uh. it got. I think he might be one of those
2: guys, pipe that gets a lot of emails. I'm not kidding.
1: I think he gets a lot of emails because people don't like him. Really? You know, like he says controversial things, and then he also lives in the SBC world where people get very angry about things. Yeah, that's true. So it's possible he gets a ton of hate mail, and so he has, like, a, a, a strong filter in place, and maybe yours got caught in the filter.
2: What's could, weird, though, too, yeah. is, like, I get, like, I've kind of, tr- I've shifted. So, like, I get more texts than I get emails now because I kind of got, mm. you know what I mean? So, like, I get more people contacting me either on, like, Facebook, Twitter, or text than I get, like, actual emails from
0: people, which is weird. Dude, that's a that's a funny thing and and I forget what context it was in that it came up. Maybe it was you you and me last week, but I feel like yeah, people are even too lazy to write hate mail anymore. It's just like they they kill you on Twitter in 140 characters. Yep. And it's like, yeah, I'm getting nostalgic for hate mail now. You know, like Beautiful days back when of people were mail. back when people were committed enough to write a two-paragraph hate mail. Nostalgic of hate mail. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, classic.
1: Um, boys, we got time probably for one more topic, and uh, if it makes you guys feel better, we do get hate mail for the podcast. Like we're still drumming up interest in that. Oh, way. I love it. We probably once every week and a half to two weeks we get a. Uh, I was recommended to your podcast by Spotify, and you guys are so snarky, I can't even take it anymore, and I'm not listening anymore. I mean, yeah. they take 900 words to say I'm not going to listen, well, dude. Yeah. So the, we get those. The, Would you like me to forward that on to you no, for your nostalgic blessing? No, no forward it to I, me, Pipe, podcast. I, I, I love
2: stuff that. like that. Okay.
1: okay, I'll pass those along just for for your encouragement. Because I find it pass it
0: along to me just to, yeah, to
1: yeah, you, Ron, because, not to yeah.
2: boys. You. I find it incredible that people don't get like the funny irony we don't take ourselves seriously it's all a joke aspect of this program that like astounds me that absolutely astounds me
0: well dude there are a lot of christians though in their defense i guess who were just raised in a completely absolutely you talk about like quarantine you talk about like coronavirus quarantine they were in like a like a humor quarantine (laughs) you know what i mean where they were just in like a hazmat suit that like protected them from any kind of humor and because uh, I mean, I think those are the people that are Because to
2: are be like, truly, because I always tell people like, dude, this is not a cynical program, because we're not really serious about any of this stuff. We're actually like optimistic, and we're hopeful, we're just being funny. So you can't really be snarky and cynical if you're, if you're actually not taking what you're talking about seriously. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's fun. And I like being able to say this even right now, because we're still probably yeah. going to get an email like after this. After this pod, totally, yeah. Which,
1: well, and you never know what's going to hit a nerve either. Like I, I tweeted something out uh, on Sunday, and and it was just it was a coronavirus joke, which is always in good taste, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think. Um, <laughs> it just. I just said if you're gonna skip church because of coronavirus, you should. probably oh, that's skip right. I brunch I too. Pipe. That was funny. And uh, yes. and yeah, Ronnie replied with a very humorous response. Ronnie's
0: like, "I'm never and skipping
1: duckle. brunch. <laughs>
0: Our church is <laughs> yeah. brunch." Oh, that's yeah, <laughs>
1: that's the, Ronnie's response was people got to eat, pipe, uh-huh. which was very funny. But you know, most of the responses were yeah. were were funny. One or two people came back and were. Furious. Oh, I didn't see those pipe. Okay, like I just, see they were. One person was well one person had had their church canceled uh-huh. uh because of this and so they were not able to meet and so this person was very upset because she she felt targeted by this uh by this tweet I think and was like some of us are grieving about having to miss church and don't give a bleep about brunch <laughs> um and I was like you didn't skip yeah. you didn't skip church right. they skipped you exactly. <laughs> like they you're, they you're canceled fine. not you yeah. I'm talking about the people who are like in their Fuzzy pajamas at home debating whether they should have pancakes or waffles instead of going to church. Like th- those people. Dude, that's really funny, man. I love it, man. I love it. So yes, you can make people mad any which way. It's it's impossible not to make people mad. You know who makes people mad?
0: Doug. Dougie. Doug Wilson. Dougie Fresh. Dougie Fresh. Dougie Fresh. Dougie made some people mad this week. And uh
1: Oh, was he talking again?
0: <laughs> what also like I don't know if we've ever gone a minute and a half on this, but I love that his name is Doug. Is anyone else named Doug anymore? No. Like, there aren't any nine-year-old kids walking.
1: No, there hasn't around been Doug. a kid named is Doug,
2: Doug
0: in seven years.
1: <laughs> I, okay, I I I know one guy at church named Doug, and he's he's about our age. Yeah. He's about my age, and is really Dude, nice. How guy. did yeah. he get Just named Doug being lo, your age? Low key. Right? That's impossible. He was red
0: on the table. I don't know of Doug's. I bet though. You know what I mean. yeah oh
1: oh, certainly or like yeah he he was named after like a beloved uncle or something but yeah yeah and he's he's an awesome dude so like i was gonna ask is doug like the equivalent of of karen you know how karen is sort of the memed name like karen wants to see the manager kind of thing is doug that but i don't think it is i think it's just it's just a name from a a bygone a bygone generation
0: 80s kid name yeah yeah Yeah, yeah,
1: for sure it's like shelly oh shelly
0: dude i like it's
1: that. like connie oh my my sister-in-law's name is Shelley, and she she was she's a child that's what i'm of saying it's all those names 70s, that so,
2: yeah. i don't even think are gonna come Chad. back someday right it, they're yeah. not even gonna come back someday <laughs> right
1: yeah
0: yeah 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 dude i hope doug makes a i hope it makes a comeback well
2: who looks down at a little uh-huh. baby and goes oh he's adorable honey let's name him doug
0: well, dude, I felt that way about Jack twenty years ago, and now like every every other college dude is. Now
2: oh, Jack. Jack's huge, man. Yeah, because Jack is so Jack huge. and Henry and all these like tr- all these steampunk names.
1: Yes,
0: very steampunk. Like, yeah, born twenty twenty years ago. Born that in eighteen eighty five. This is
1: what this is what we're getting hate mail about, guys. We just you just like took a leak on everybody's children who listens to this thing they're like madison is offended (laughs) no i like jack though
0: i like it as a name i think it's a i think it's a perfectly pipe that's funny
1: madison is
2: offended
0: madison dude there's so many maddie oh maddie's huge
2: yeah we have like 19 maddies at our church right now you know what i mean
0: oh oh, of course you do baby of course you do now like what uh what did Douglas? What did Doug say that that got everybody riled up? Did you up? research that, that a little about, bit,
2: man? With that, were you able to get into that? Because
1: I, I can't. I don't have it. No. Here's the thing: if I start searching Doug Wilson things, it's it just is a black hole of controversy and things that make me mad. It. There was a short video I did see this okay. briefly earlier this week. I was in the midst of other things and didn't pay super close attention. But he essentially was pushing back against the notion of servant leadership in the home. And I think he said something to the effect of it's it's what not very manly. Phenomenal.
0: Yeah, absolutely phenomenal. It's not manly. Dude, the Happy Rant Gender podcast. That's basically what this Dude, is. Dude, it's what phenom- what a has phenomenal has been over the last six months.
2: To say. I mean, honestly. Yeah. It's bonkers. Yeah. It's a bonkers thing to say. Like, in our age, like are we in our, just in our looking? Moment. Is he just looking for takes? Oh, uh, 100, man. 100.
0: Like, yeah. hey, I'm going to go in on servant leadership this week, everybody.
1: Yeah. So, I, I have a theory on this. Yeah. And that is, if you live in a place like Moscow, Idaho, mm-hmm. what like, else how, do you have to do besides look for takes? You? Yeah. Dude, we got to go to a, we got to do a live show in Moscow, Idaho. <laughs> no, we don't. No, 100% we do not. I, I want to do not. I do not need to go to Moscow. Idaho. I I love. How I want to see it, that
2: down immediately.
1: Can I go back to a? Can I go back to a hotel boardroom in Tupelo, Mississippi? Yeah. I, let's do a live show there. That would be better. <laughs> the people there were so nice. Dude, yeah. And uh, they, they nice. would be a great audience. I do not want to go to Moscow.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, It'd just be interesting.
1: I feel like I, I do feel like if I went with you guys, it would be much more fun. Can you imagine us
2: doing a live show in Moscow? Just with the whole theme of it being Douglas Wilson.
0: I mean, what would Dude, it it'd be like Rocky Four,
1: you know? I mean, can we do Moscow
0: Russia? That'd be way better. <laughs> we could. I, I bet we I bet we have a listener base in Moscow. I mean, as soon as
2: as soon as the Gospel Coalition does a conference in Moscow Russia, exactly. we'll, we'll, we'll be there. We'll
0: be able yeah. to do it, you know? Dude, TGC Russia. Twenty twenty one. Soviet conference. I love it. Twenty twenty one. Soviet That's right. Amazing. Yeah. So Doug oh, Wilson amazing.
2: thinks basically that s- servant leadership is like nowhere to be found in the Bible or something, something like that or whatever.
0: Awesome. Yeah. So what's the what, what would be the flip the flip side of servant leadership? I think he like, was just saying like a dictatorship. Well, I think he's like misogyny
2: because, <laughs> totally. you know, masculinity. I mean, that we you know, that's that's the thing that's been taking a hit for all these years. You know, two you
1: know, not enough
2: masculinity. That's
1: our problem, you know, boys. You know, it's hard being a man these days. Everybody's out right. to get us. Absolutely. Uh, we can't do anything right. We're at fault for everything. Man. You know what, I you know what our the solution is observant leadership. Let's, ditch let's just it. Let's I'm ready to ditch guys control. Back I'm ready to moment. ditch it immediately. Yeah.
0: Dude, you 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 really you've given <laughs> me a lot yeah, to chew on here.
1: Yeah, I'm ready to ditch it. Um uh, Life would be way easier if I didn't have to try to serve uh, Well, anybody. that's one
0: hundred percent correct.
1: That's
2: the truest thing I've heard spoken all week, Pipe.
0: Dude, now practically, I'm just I'm just trying to think through if we if we, as men, decide to ditch servant leadership, like the three of us, would what would that look like in in our homes, Pipe? Like I've already ditched it. I'm kids, gonna... you're you're on your own for dinner. Just make whatever you know, and and. I'm not doing laundry, so the kids would be doing their own laundry. It'd be like overflowing. And, well,
2: pipe, you're. I mean, uh, I, I mean, T. You're. I mean, you're not doing that anyway. You're a man. You know, you're not a. You're. You're about being masculine. What are you talking about? Laundry kitchen. What are you house. even
0: talking about right yeah. now? Yeah, I don't even know where the wash machine well, is. Correct. <clears mind. throat> yeah, actually, I'm a yeah, beast. I, in yeah, laundry, I think it's- dude. <laughs> I I do the heck out of some laundry.
1: I don't know. I just like doing it. Wow. I think there's even, well, I think there's even, I think there's even just verbiage changes. You just stop saying please. Yeah, for sure. You know, like, instead of like, instead of, you know, would you please clean your room to your kids? It's like, go clean your room. Yeah. Now, of course, every dad gets there at some point once the kid hasn't done it, but you just, you drop please, no just requests. Demand. Everything just is demand. a, everything is just, yeah, It's it's just, it's just an order. Yeah. You must do this now. Yeah. Bring me, whatever. Yeah. I think, I think that's, you know, language sort of sh- changes reality as we use it. So I think if we, if we commit to making that shift, yeah. we can really do away with servant leadership in, in a matter of weeks. Well, let's do it. Just stop requesting.
0: Yeah. yeah. Wow. Dougie, he's, he's given us a lot to choose.
2: Masculinity. It's all about getting what Doug Wilson wants. That's what I have to say.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, that's great. that's great. Oh, I'm going to get so in trouble with my network. Cause last year I did a Masters of Ceremony thing and I made a super crazy Doug Wilson joke and you know, believe it or not, even even at Sojourn Network, I offended some people with that one.
0: You took some heat at
2: So I did for real. I did. Joke? It was really it was it was really funny.
1: What what was this super crazy Doug Wilson joke? I feel like anything you've said about him can't top what he has said from his I just own was face. making
2: a joke like we we can let our it, I, I can't get all into it, but like I basically said we can let our guard down a little bit because Douglas Wilson is no longer on the sojourn board, you know, and it was, it was more deep than that, but like,
0: wait, he used to be. On
2: no, the he wasn't. That was the joke. So it was oh, like, oh, okay. so it's like we don't have to be as uptight anymore about some of these things because Dougie's not on the board anymore, you know, and like a bunch of people laughed. Mm-hmm. And then I was told about, again, not the people that laughed, but the people in the front row that didn't laugh about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a minute. I thought we're like a network that's not super pro Dougie, you know, like you would just mm-hmm. think like, that's a given. And that's why
0: you misread the room that
2: I, I will get yeah, for those three people that were offended. I did baby. Yes.
0: Yeah. So oh, that's tough. it was rough.
2: That's tough. It was rough. So me, yeah. me and Doug are a little on the outs as well as being on the that's outs with, just with Dougie Wilson fans, you know,
0: that's where you just look up, wipe the sweat off your brow, look at the undercarriage of that Cessna and just keep going forward. <laughs> you know, like think about the axes you're going to throw later. Think about the, like, $94 steak dinners. You're going to be enjoying Big key. You know what, on, though? It's okay so because
2: when I get booked to speak at Desire and God Conference in a couple of years with Doug Wilson, like, we're going to make amends. Yeah. It's going to be
0: fine. You're going to be best friends. Be so you're going to be, to be hanging out with Doug for, more than you're hanging out with Jared. 100%. Jared's going to feel
1: jealous. Okay. So here's the thing I will 100% guarantee you Dougie Wilson is a better hang than Don Carson. No, I, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Like, if, if, you got, if you got to be his minder for the day. You would have stories to tell of like great conversations and yeah. and shared, you know. At least, beverages we, could la- at least we could argue the whole who knows time
2: and, and like, you know, get sarcastic and laugh, you know. Well,
1: yeah. Here's like, he's a really nice guy mm. in person. He really is. Like, and he's, he's brilliant and he's one of the best Careful writers pipe. You're out on there. Shaky ground no, right now. He, he just says some crazy stuff. He's crazy. Which is a real he's problem. Crazy. Well, right. Yeah, but you know, he's I'm just saying, like there's it's a weird like, you're thing. A, you're
2: a you're a sympathetic that, Doug Wilson guy,
1: man. That's no, Oh no, Ron, I'm you're a, just I'm, trying to start controversy for Pipe. You're trying stop to get him, stirring things up. Yeah. Don't get me in trouble. I don't I mean I'm already in trouble. Dude, you're because, in trouble because you just called
2: Doug Wilson brilliant. <laughs> Dude, that's you, man. That's you. Uh
1: yes. Well, he is. You can be brilliant that's and true. wrong. True. That's true. Well, true. You can also be brilliant and no fun. Two things. You that can be have brilliant and wrong and me. fun. Like there's there's a mix of things that are going on here. Yeah, so. no, that's
0: true. That's true.
1: Or you can be like us, which is I don't know if we're brilliant. We're often wrong, and I hope we're there fun. you go.
0: You know what's always a good hang. And you know what I could have used in my car in 2004 when I was driving Don Carson around town. The Dwell Bible you app. You would have been. Okay we could have just that? listened
2: to Dwell. You think you would have been okay with. Yeah. Why, yeah, I
1: I would I, I bet he has strong feelings about the medium in which scripture should be expressed. And if mm. you turned on any of the musical backgrounds, he would be like, What if Turn this off what if I, this is an
0: abomination? What if I toggled it to the Canadian voice <laughs> on Dwell? And and the voice would be like, Hey, uh, there's therefore now no no condemnation, eh? I love all you know I love oh, the sorry. story. <laughs> like, what what if I toggled to that voice? Would he have liked it then? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would that would be fun is there a canadian voice on there i don't know There really literally can't, yeah, there should there be, can't
2: be a canadian voice
0: on dwell
1: i want there to be one Why not? i would listen to it in that voice <clears throat> piper tell us about dwell i was waiting for the cue yeah. uh so yes go listeners go to DwellApp.io/happyrant slash happy to to check it out it's an audio bible app Multiple narrators. They got all sorts of different features so that you can kind of you can listen in the way that works for you. Whether it's a listen all the way through plan or different books of the Bible or like listen and reflect kinds of things. All sorts of different stuff you can do. Um, it's a great way to get scripture into your life when you know you're you spend a lot of time in the car or you are at the gym or whatever you're doing that is not. Convenient for reading. Um, And they have a discount for our listeners. It's a 33% discount off of their monthly or annual subscription. So I think it's less than $20 a year with the discount, and it's less than $2 a month. Uh, so again, dwellapp.io/happyrant. slash happy rant. They have the discount there, check it out and, uh, you'll love it. I use it pretty regularly. Uh, it's a great, just sort of supplemental way to be in the word for me. A lot of people use it as their main go-to scripture and, uh, and it works really well both ways. There we go, boys.
0: That was a, that was a good 50 minutes of radio. It feels good to have pipe back for a lot of reasons, not just the promos. And not just the Doug But especially but especially the premise. not just the Douglas Wilson controversy that he, oh, it's that big. he brought to the it's table. Big. Um,
1: yeah, I'm trying to figure out where the hate mail is gonna come from this week. Is it is it that people are defending Doug? Yeah. Is it we don't that, have those defenders? Uh, is, right, is it we? that we've insulted is it that we've insulted women? Is it that we are cynical? Wait, wait, wait. Is How it do that we, I said Doug is brilliant? Did we
0: insult women at some point?
1: Did I miss this? uh, uh well. If people don't recognize humor, we did just didn't. by
0: being men who are talking. We've insulted women.
1: I mean, we said I mean, we said we're doing away with yeah. servant leadership, and you made laundry yeah. jokes. So oh. there's a good chance someone is triggered right now. Well, dude, I they, they may have already sent yeah. the hate mail.
0: Yeah, my only laundry thing was that I I do I do some good laundry work in my home. So yeah. you know, I think I think I'm above. above I heard right you say here, that.
2: Yeah, that's what I heard.
0: Thank you, baby. Yeah. Well. We will we will just sit back and wait for the hate mail to pour in as as we always do in this program. And I will share it with Ron. Yeah, I will wait. No, I appreciate it. I will wait it. for Much Piper appreciate. to wait and send. Oh, that's good. That's good. You boys enjoy enjoy that hate mail. I'm gonna just clear out my emails and wait for that response from and <laughs> <Jerry> C. Wilson. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna clear the schedule. I'm not gonna go to work this week. Not because of the coronavirus, but just because I'm baby, I'm, I'm still waiting,
2: waiting to, get to get an email from you that I can't that I won't respond
0: too oh yeah. oh yeah yeah you want to have the option well, the, just
2: as soon as you email. appreciate something from me and i actually get that email yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for that
0: I gotta, I gotta i gotta dive back into your yoda work how's the yoda life been lately? it's been a little light good it's been a little light man yeah, yeah. a little light so give us, a, give us a give us an example of some some good yoda work from the last week <sighs> um you got one there at your finger yeah my latest was uh,
2: right here boys uh preaching is not as hard as it is heavy
1: now, what does that actually mean? I, I, have, th- I have no, no idea, idea. What that
0: means? Yeah. Okay.
1: Good. Very. Keep
0: it open. <laughs> oh, that's the
1: best kind. Yeah. That's a perfect Yoda tweet because it sounds like it means so much, but maybe it maybe it okay. may doesn't. And it's nice
0: and short too. Like it would fit in a fortune cookie. Correct. You know what I mean? There's the product you need to drop: gluten-free pastoral fortune cookies. Like Yoda cookies with all your Yoda stuff in, inside. Hey, I think you're onto
2: something, Big T. I think that's big. Yeah. yeah. The potential I for think that it's is huge. Big.
0: Well, let's get Monsanto on the line, okay? <laughs> let's get a food like corp- corporate giant on the line, and let's let's get that made. Let's get those in uh, to the marketplace. Yeah, right? I don't
2: I don't disagree with that at all. That's yeah. that's yeah, good. That's fantabulous, well,
0: man. That's a really good idea. Well, I'm glad we're on the same absolutely. Page and I feel like we can we can always be counted on to start non lucrative businesses on this podcast, Correct. and uh, it's what we do. In addition to wandering to and fro. So until next time.
1: The Happy Rant is brought to you by Resonate Recordings. If you go to ResonateRecordings.com, you can see the full range of services they offer. So if you're considering starting a podcast, they are the ones we recommend going with.